Today I'm going to air an interview with a woman who says she was born into her music and she will tell you all about that and before I play my interview with Kat Hefner I'm going to play a cut from her CD it's But Not For Me which she does as only Kat Hefner can do it and following the playing of, of the tune I'm going to move right into my interview with Kat so hang on Here come the show. Hearing from an inner voice Finding choice where there's no choice With gentle prodding from the voice is about being the person you really are. Not to the person you think you have to be. Not the person other people are. Not the person somebody may have told you you had to be, or even told you you were. Not even the person you may currently think you are, but to the person you really are. Unfortunately, too many people have experiences in their childhoods which discourage them from being something that they really are. And because children are capable of pretending that they are not who they really are, some get so good at the pretense that they come into adulthood having forgotten important things about themselves. The Lynn Show is about saying that if this happened to you, it may not be too late to recover what you may have had to leave behind. 
In my show, I interview people who make their living or their life with an art, because when you listen to them, you can hear what it sounds like to be who you really are. And in my interview with Kat Hefner, who said she was born into the music, loves to play with the boys in the band, you can hear what it sounds like to have known from the beginning of your life who you are and what you were meant to do, and has run with it and delighted in it. So sit back and enjoy. Here is Kat Hefner doing But Not For Me. They're writing songs of love, but not for me. A lucky stars above, but not for me. people who are making their life or their living with their art. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have made a life with your music. Yes. I always ask the same question. How did it happen? How did it start? I was born into it. I come from a musical family, a music coming out of a poor's type of family, from church to doo-wop, <laughs> you know. My father was in a group called The Pacers, and my uncle Frank was the songwriter. And they were on the same label as uh, Jimmy Beaumont and the Skyliners. Uh You know, that was around Mm -hmm. that time, and and Bobby Venton Mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, there was that, and we would listen on the radio, starting out with the church, you know, because they had a, uh, the James Five, it was called, the group, and it was a gospel group, and oh my goodness, those guys get some... So we started listening to them on the radio, and then they were on the Clark Show. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was nice. And sweet. Oh, <laughs> that, that was great. And then my mom, my mother, plays for the same church as a pianist for over 59 years. My goodness. She still plays the piano. So you didn't have much choice. <laughs> <laughs> no. We <laughs> She would have us line up, you know, on the sofa. There was five brothers and myself. Wow. And uh, each of us would entertain each other, you know, and applaud each other. Okay, you had to come up with something that you had to do. And we had a a band, my brothers and and myself. And Uncle Frank was our uh, manager in our band. 
we had five-part harmonies, and uh, my youngest brother, Melvin, played the drums. Um, Stanley plays a mean B3, Hammond B3 organ. <laughs> Woo! And my mom would take him down to the, uh, the Hill District in Pittsburgh, right? And uh, it was at the Crawford Grill, where Jimmy McGriff and Jack McDuff and Jimmy Smith and Shirley Scott and Arthur Price off. My God, heavy hitters here. Oh, I'm right? serious. Oh, I'm yeah. Done, yeah. Taking it to the roof. It's just amazing. Just amazing. And so Stanley uh, has fashioned uh, not only with his style, but when he heard uh, Jimmy Smith play the, the, uh, the sermon, that's where he knew that he was going to play the organ. And it was just amazing. He sat down like he had always played it. It was just... It was natural. Natural, natural. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when they had their band, they asked me to, um, to join. And that's how it started, other than me singing in church. Well, it's clear that music is your passion. I mean, that's where your heart is. Well, how did you proceed in your life? To tell you the truth, I never thought of going into the music as a... Uh, career? As a career. I, I didn't. I thought of maybe nursing or something like that. Yeah. Once our group with my brothers stopped, because uh, my brother uh, was drafted into, you know, and went to Vietnam, two, two of them, three of them, three of them went to Vietnam and two came back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So the band? The band, they stopped, you know, and uh, I missed it. And then I was asked if I would join uh, another group. And I was a little afraid, you know, to... How old were you? I don't remember. I really don't. I'm one of those people that don't uh, think about age and all. Because, I mean, how can I when I'm 35 and holding? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean... I do. I, I, I understand the dialogue. And it just stays there. Yes. And <laughs> I know. So I, I... So, okay, never mind. Forget I asked. And so somebody asked you to join a band and you were a little apprehensive. Right. Um, when they said that, you know, that uh, we might even have a chance because at that time they were working in Vegas, I'm like, well, that got my attention, mm -hmm. you know, there might be an opportunity to do that. And I was uh, one of the first uh, blacks to perform in that particular place. Can you believe it? No. Oh, yeah. And um, they wow. liked it. They came. They liked it. And I, I could see that I was giving love. I was giving and I was receiving. And to have that, it was just uh, something that I can't describe except, wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I can touch someone to make just about everyone be on a positive, you know, note, then that's a good thing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Everybody feels good and then so do you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I guess you, I would say that's how it began. And then others started approaching me, you know, about singing, can you do this, will you do this type of thing. So is it like, um, you know, to be in somebody else's band or to do a recording or to just do a gig or? All the above. Mm -hmm. And then I was asked to go on the road to be in a show band. And that's how I came into Florida mm -hmm. with a show band, BHQ. That's when I started developing into 
what you would call a showstopper. We'll talk a little bit about that. Did that develop sort of naturally or did you just notice that you were stopping the show? At that time, I looked a lot like Donna Summer. Um, and so I would do a tribute to Donna Summer as well. And um, MacArthur Park <laughs> was out and I, so I did MacArthur Park. And I remember singing that song, and while I'm singing the song, I guess I had so much passion. This lady scared me with her reaction to it because she, she was like, whoa, she was like, I almost had her in tears. Her lips started, I was like, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, and um, I didn't realize I was giving that much passion out. Yeah. You know, or that you were having that big of an impact uh, yeah. that you could. And like they say, everything happens with its own season. And so I, I, I did the, uh, the shows with, with the, the show band. And uh, I, I fell in love with Florida, so I decided to stay down here. And the rest of the band went up north. Really? You said, I'm sorry, I'm staying here, bye-bye? Yeah. Well, that was pretty brave. Well, you know, I went back up to Pittsburgh, and it was freezing. <laughs> I'm trying to walk across the street and falling down. Like yeah. this time next year, I'm going to be living in Florida, and, and it was. You know, wow. Yeah. yeah. I came down, and that's when I started being asked to be a headliner. And then I was asked to do cruises. Been able to do a couple of world tours, which was great. I would entertained a lot for the Japanese on the cruise ships and also in Tokyo. I oh. stayed in Tokyo for about three months and uh, I performed there at a five-star uh, hotel, the Hyatt Shinjuku. Shinjuku is a very posh place. It was a sweet experience. And before I did that, I, my longest stint at a club was Euphemia Hay on Longboat mm -hmm. Key. I was there for five, five and a half years. And that's where the first CD came out because of the songs that were requested. And I uh, named my uh, first CD by request. Oh, very nice. Intimately, Cat mm -hmm. Hefner. Mm -hmm. Because it was an intimate setting in the uh, Hayloft. Uh, the second CD was a live concert that we did with the all-star band and uh, to be surrounded with that and feel that energy and drive and that passion you just can't beat it you get lost in the music I love it so um, I have a couple of projects that that were you know I have in my mind one will be gospel mm -hmm. so you know. well that's the other thing about you I mean um, I've never seen you do gospel, but I have seen you do jazz, and I have seen you do R&B, and, mm -hmm. well, I haven't seen you do country, but oh, I, like I bet you could, right? <laughs> I like country. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite is uh, when I do uh, uh, Help Me Make It Through the Night uh -huh. with Chris Christopherson. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that song. It's a great And um, some of Patsy Cline. I was just going to say is, Patsy Cline. It's very nice, but I, I also liked uh, Linda Ronstadt, Blue Bayou. Mm -hmm. I always love to sing Blue Bayou. So you did this um, concert album with the All-Star Band? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a sellout uh, concert. And I also started getting into, uh, the, I've done a lot of, of work with the Sarasota, uh, the Jazz Club of Sarasota. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think I even did a, a, a calendar for the Sarasota Jazz Club. That was really neat. 
uh, in Selby Garden, and they had this classic car brought there, and there I am sprawled across <laughs> classic car. Uh, I think we had to get up like five in the morning or something. <laughs> but um, that was a lot of fun. And um, the Sarasota Opera House. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with the West Coast Orchestra, and that was Jack uh, Lapato. And uh, he had a uh, 18, 20 piece band. And so with that, band, I uh, met another uh, a conductor, Robert Boyd, Bob Boyd, and um, I was introduced to Warren Covington. Um, I think his hit was T for Two, and uh, Connie Haynes. Mm-hmm. Connie Haynes became my mentor. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Snooty little cutie. <laughs> She's really great. We just lost her uh, last year. Um, and How did that work, her mentoring you? Um, <laughs> learning how to put on a, a show, the, the, learning the formula. There's a certain type of formula and she, and she helped me uh, put uh, uh, my show that is on uh, Cat Hefner Live. It was great. It, it sold out, and and we got standing ovation. You know, and I think that that's a that's a concert that could go around the world. It seems like people are kind of like comfortable where they are, mm-hmm. and they don't want to spread their rings and stretch. I want I want to I, I I there's no moss under my feet, and music is a universal language, yep. and so it should go all around the world. You know. And, and take it there and um, finding the, uh, that person that believes in you is not easy. Uh, finding a person that uh, has the passion and respects the passion that you have without anything other than let's make music, you know, let's make money and uh, stay out of my pants. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure type of thing. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky business. It is a very tricky it's business. business and, uh, and, and, and it's a tricky business. And it's hard to find people that you can truly I trust. I was just going to say, it's not filled with the most trustworthy and the mm-hmm. most honorable yeah. of folk. I mean, but there are some ones that, you know, that I have, uh, been, have been allowed to cross paths with and um, who knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe prayers are answered. Yeah. So, so you're developing things that you could take around and that that could happen in the near future. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, you're Let's ready. Let's just say that. I'm ready and uh, I would love to do a, a, um, a music score to a movie. You mean to record? To record. Oh, yeah. I would love to record uh, a song. Or a movie or movies, uh, voiceovers, mm-hmm. or commercials, and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I feel that. Well, um, you, you certainly have what it takes to do it. Um, if, they, if that were all, mm-hmm. you would be doing it now. <laughs> uh, for a, a while, that's all I did was just the music. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, 
I am also assisting surgeons that I find out are also musicians. It's so pretty cool. Yes. Um, yeah. You Randall were, Morgan. Yeah. He's, he's right. an orthopedic surgeon. You yeah. Know, and I've assisted him in the yeah. OR. <laughs> you know. And then, you guys don't break into. And there's like, no mountain or something. In no. <laughs> there was a, a surgeon that I uh, was assisting uh, in the OR not too long last week, and it was so cute because. Um, we started singing uh, Carol, uh, Carol King tunes. <laughs> he said something. He says, follow me. And I went, I will follow you. Follow him wherever he may, you may go. He went, he looked, <laughs> he looked up at me and he went. <laughs> he kept on sewing and listening to all of us. The girls just started. Oh. Everybody started singing the songs, you know, and then and it was it was really really fun. But you know, I I've really been um, blessed to to know all these different types of music because of my mom. There was so much different types of music and my grandparents, my grandfather played the saxophone and just the different music of, of listening because we had a big family, you know, the aunts and uncles and all that and I think my grandmother had 34 grandchildren, 43 great-grandchildren and three great-great, you know, before she passed. We're getting ready to have a family reunion and I'll just be looking and saying, oh my gosh, who's that? <laughs> Who do they go with? Yeah. Right. Who do they belong, they belong to? to? Right. Yeah, right. Right. Um, but listening to their music, you know, and uh, watching uh, my aunt and them talk about how Aunt Dorothy loved uh, George Harrison's teeth <laughs> and the Beatles. Can you imagine? Yeah. I think he has the prettiest teeth. <laughs> what? Everybody else is talking about somebody being cute, and you're talking about someone's teeth. <laughs> I said, "Oh, Aunt Dorothy," but she was like um, uh, late. She, I would say that Aunt Dorothy is, and still to this day, is the um, Emily Post of the family. Oh. And so we learned to be proper, <laughs> and you know, and um, uh, I—that's where I was taught to appreciate that I was going to be a tall person, you know, stand and not, walk with books on my head and all right. those type of things to get this. And be proud of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, you know, in the different things that I've done, I have modeled and, mm. and done runway and, and, and such and went up to New York City and uh, with the International Modeling Talent Association and I brought back six awards. Mm. Yeah, that was really, really pretty neat. <laughs> you know, uh, I think there were like 900 ladies that had sent in their their recordings and such and uh, through the, the, you know, come on, you, you, you ought to enter. I, I placed first. Wow. First place. When I just go over everything that has happened, it's really, 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 really nice. Really yeah, nice. it's a very, very rich. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you've had so many different kinds of experiences. Pretty much anything one can do with performance, you have. So I like to ask people and anything you want to say about what it's like to make an art the basis of your life. When you put yourself out like that, you are vulnerable. 
That's right. You, you're laying your passion out there. If you lay your passion out, then you're laying out your heart and part a piece of your soul. Mm-hmm. And that is not to be taken by anyone. So it's a kind of a mixed blessing. That you can do it mm-hmm. is what makes you a compelling performer. But of course, it puts you at risk. Oh, yeah. Well, we are grateful that you do it. <laughs> and I know that I speak for everybody who's ever heard you. Hope that you continue to and that you are honored for what you do. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ken. Oh, this was lovely. You're welcome. And there you have it. The not only screamingly talented, but delightful, interesting, charming, hardworking Kat Hefner. So as I said in the opening, I interview people who make their living or their life with an art so that you can hear what it sounds like to be who you really are. I always hope that you are inspired to ask, is this how I feel about my life? Do I have this delight in the things that I do and the way that I spend my life? Are you asking yourself, have you allowed yourself to be all of the things that you are capable of being and or doing. So of course I hope that you have, but if you haven't, the mission of The Lynn Show is to say it may not be too late to be all that you really are. As always, I hope you got something from this show that you can use, something that you learned that you didn't know, something that inspired you, something that turned you on, something that amused you, something that will help you be the person you really are. You see, I'm getting older My hair is turning gray Oh, you see my face and figure I've both seen better days Well, I won't be retiring I won't slip out of sight No, I will not go gentle Into that good night some goddamn boomerang No, I won't go with a whimper I am going with a bang You see that I have had my shot My time has come and gone Oh, won't I please get off the stage Let someone else get on I won't be relegated or leave without a fight, no I will not go gentle into that good night I may be wrong.
out of time But it ain't over yet Cause me and Sister Phoenix We won't give up the flight, no, no We will not go gentle Into that good night And I won't go with a whimper I'm going with a bang Life's a song I keep on singing Not a tune that I once sang I may not be as juicy, hell But I still got some tang So you won't hear me simper I may have gotten limper But I won't 